Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined live from Epcot with our good buddy, John. John, pull up a Kieran in the Japan Pavilion. I guessed that, didn't I, buddy? You did. You did, indeed. It only took you, like, two guesses, but you got it. Yeah, uh, it's a little better than what I'm usually recording in, on a break, uh, sitting in my car. Yeah, I'll take this one anytime. Yeah, so. you got the nice frozen Kieran. You have to admit, you do miss me and Tommy Lee being with you drinking it, don't you? I send you a picture every time, don't I? So. <laughs> yes, yes, we miss you a whole lot. We wish we were there. And uh, Bob, our buddy Bob's down there. You haven't run past him yet. Uh, and he's been sending me pictures. It's pretty dead there today, isn't it? Uh, you know what? I just got out of uh, France. Um, so I walked uh, out of France. I went over to America, got uh, the avocado uh, crab thing, and then came back over here. So I really haven't walked around a whole lot. So but does it seem I've... overly crowded or – not that I can tell, no. I mean, it was crowded back in France, obviously, with the cast preview. Yes. But um, other than that, no, it seems it seems pretty nice today, actually. And uh, I don't know if he told you, but uh, I noticed on the way in that several, or at least one of the kiosks that wasn't supposed to be open until October 1st is indeed open today, and that would be Ireland. So uh, John has plans on that fisherman's uh, seafood pie sometime later today. So. Oh, damn it. You should have ate it. I wanted to review, John. I wanted you to eat like 30 things before you came on today. Oh, I thought you wanted to talk about something else that I did. I didn't uh, know you, we were. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing a little bit of everything. So first of all, how was the little treat you just had? Uh, actually, it was nice and uh, cold. You better like seafood. I mean, it's definitely a strong crab taste. Uh, although crab's never that strong, but no. uh, it's got a nice sweet taste to it. Um, the avocado was a nice mix. And then the, the caviar... Uh, you really couldn't even tell it was there other than just a little bit of saltiness, which gave it a nice uh, – uh, it balanced it out really well. So, yeah, I enjoyed it, um, but you got to like seafood, obviously. So and what pavilion was that at? That's in the rotunda, the American Gardens rotunda inside uh, uh, usually where the Voices Voice of the Liberty, Liberty are singing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was nice to be able to go sit in there in the AC for a little bit. So. And what was it called again, the exact dish? Uh, the crab uh, avocado mousse. 
Okay, crab avocado mousse. I mean, the things that we eat nowadays, could you imagine 20 years ago if somebody said you want crab mousse? <laughs> I might have punched them in the snout, John. Yeah, but right now you'd probably go for one, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd, I'd go for two probably because I love crab. Yeah, and it's and it was cold, and that's what I was looking for because it, it, the sun's not blasting today, which is a good thing, but the humidity is awful high. So. Yeah, well, I had Tomato over today because I had to do some things on the computer for him that – He's three thumbs and two toes and can't do anything when it comes to computer, dude. He could build you he could build you a skyscraper in a house, but when it comes to computers, he's as dumb as a bag of rocks. So I had to help him out with that and BNC was over, I figured we'd treat ourselves. We had uh even mom, don't tell Brenda, but mom even joined us. We had hot dogs on the grill, John. Oh my god. Uh, I'm sending her a text. Yeah, we had hot dogs on the grill. Why well, fresh cut up onions and a little bit of mustard. We were living large, toasted the buns, John. We had a good little lunch, and Brenda made some. His Jersey corn is really good, so Brenda made this really. Uh, she makes this really good. It has arugula, corn, and a bunch of other th- olive oil, bunch of things in it. It's a corn salad with a little bit of jalapeno with it, so you have the sweet of the corn and the spiciness of the jalapeno, and it has avocado and all in it. My God, is that corn salad good, John? So we ate, we had a pretty good lunch. Not as good as you because you're looking at the beautiful Epcot right now, and I got to look yeah. at Tomater. I have to look at Tomater. Come on. Uh, well, you, yeah, you win. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had that avocado mousse, and then I had the uh, crepe uh, from the new crepe shop back in uh, France uh, by Ratatouille too. Um, so, I, and I, I actually didn't try a crepe. I tried a a glacé, a glacier, glacier, uh-huh. which is uh, buckwheat flour crepe savory crepe and i of course had to try the ratatouille one so oh, that is awesome how was it it was uh, interesting. a interesting yeah it was a little lacking in ingredients mm-hmm. uh, a little thin um the eggplant it's eggplant tomatoes and zucchini all which i love and i love uh, roasted vegetables to begin with um so it was, it was a good taste but it was a uh, uh, and it was a good, it was a good serving, so it wasn't bad. It, it was uh, just from what I've heard of the other ones, I probably should have got one of the <laughs> other ones. There was one with raclette cheese and prosciutto that um, everybody was raving about, so I probably should have got that one. But I don't know. It's ratatouille. I wanted to try the ratatouille. No, so. I wonder why. How how expensive was it, John? Uh, actually, I think without a discount, it would have been eight ninety five, which isn't bad um, mm. for this. Uh, and I got pictures of it; they'll be posted later. But uh, uh, it wasn't bad, and the. Uh, uh, currently, obviously, uh, with just cast members back there, they're 50% off. So, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. No, that's awesome. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see the pictures. And me, that's something that me and Brenda could grab a couple different ones and c- grab a drink and enjoy ourselves. It, there, that's the things we talk about when food and wine isn't there, which I don't think that's ever going to happen now. But they were the things that you could do food and wine that we spoke about when food and wine's not around at all the different at all the different countries because there's so many good things that the countries buy themselves let alone happen to have uh, the kiosks up all the time yeah and it was interesting the fact that they have savory crepes um you know you think of crepes i always think of something sweet um and they did have they've got i think six sweet ones and they all looked good too but then uh, i've never tried a savory one so i had to try that so yeah that's awesome i'm glad you enjoyed it and thanks for the review johnny hey, so the I'm big here for it. The big review now is you got to do a, a cast preview of Ratatouille, Brenda's favorite, huh? Yes, I did. Uh, I wrote it four times. 
Oh, so. Rub it in. Wait till I tell her that <laughs> she's gonna punch you four times for riding it four times yeah. without her. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, what's your thoughts? How's it begin? How's everything look? What you know, fill us in. I don't know. Uh, from you know, talking about and uh, I've heard people saying this is going to be another virtual queue and stuff. There's certainly an outside queue and uh, everything to to enable people to wait in line for this. So I don't know if it's just going to holy crap. Acorn just dropped on my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, but I don't know if it's just going to be virtual queue. I imagine there's going to be a standby line. There's going to have to be. So, um, And uh, there's some cute elements uh, out in the land and stuff like that. I ran into one of my former trainers, um, Emily Earl from Pirates, um, who has transferred over here. And she showed me some of the some of the stuff to look for when you're waiting in the queue. You know, if you're in the outside queue, there's – little paw prints from rats that were rolling around in the concrete. Uh, you can look for that as you make your way up to the front of the, uh, to get inside. There's some hidden Mickeys on the signs. Um, when you, when you go underneath it on the wrought iron work on the fence, as you exit the attraction, there's a silhouette of a rat that you kind of have to really look for. But once you see it, it looks really cool. And, uh, there's a, uh, a, Oh, what a diorama of wine bottle set up in a in a glass window and the uh, different vintages on the wines are 2007 2014 and 2021 do you know why that would be 7 14 and 21 doug and let me know you're trying to make me look stupid john i see i see i see 7 14 and 21 when you probably tell me i'll know it right away right but were they release dates for ratatouille or something you're awful close. Uh, seven's when the movie came out. Fourteen's when France opened up in uh, the Ratatouille in France, and twenty-one is obviously the year that uh, the Rat- Ratatouille is, is opening up. So. Okay, so I was pretty close, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You said release dates. That's close yeah, enough. Yeah, so I'm pretty good. I didn't look that. I didn't look as stupid as I could have, John. That's the good thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean everything I've been reading is the virtual queue. So I'm hoping they do have a standby line, John. But yeah, they'll they'll have to be a standby line. But uh, um, yeah, I mean it's a it's a 3D attraction. You pick up the 3D glasses as you make your way through the queue. The queue is it, it's well done. There's the light up Gasto's sign about halfway through the queue that you see and he's up there and he does a little uh speak uh talk to you a little bit um so that that's a neat element and there's some i don't know uh you've probably seen the artwork at uh the forbidden journey uh harry potter's forbidden journey where the artwork talks to you and stuff like that um there's some the uh as you're waiting in line the instructions on how to sit down and who to supervise your children that kind of stuff is all done with that type of stuff where it's like animation um but being drawn without anybody drawing it on a screen so it looks really cool um so that kind of stuff's neat then you pick up your glasses you board the vehicle and these are uh for orlando i think they're only about the second place to have these really cool trackless vehicles um uh, SeaWorld has a version of them at their arctic expedition uh attraction which is just pretty lame uh this is a lot better and they are they are some cool vehicles i mean if nothing else just the the fact that these things move like they do with nobody in control of them is is wild no no Uh, aren't those aren't those 
aren't the ride vehicles now in Mini Mickey's Runaway Train trackless too? I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and yeah. uh, and Rise of the Resistance. Yes, so, yeah, dude, yeah. nothing, nothing says me more than me liking to be right, John. You know that. I right? know, <laughs> I know, right? No, you but, did it. You did it. But they uh, move probably more rigid. I mean, they're more. They're they flow better. Probably there's more fluidity uh, to them. Uh, so smooth. Yeah, it's, it's it's really cool. It's it's like watching three cars in unison parallel park you know it's it's crazy so uh it's really cool so and they're all shaped like uh little uh, rats you get on the rat and uh and you go for a ride you get shrunk down to remy's debating what to make for dinner um and he chooses or any and he falls through a window and you get miniaturized with him and then you're evading uh honey i uh, shrunk that, honey i shrunk the rats uh, th- there you go uh, and you're, you spend the rest of the attraction evading that mean chef. I, what was his name? Oh, you know, the, uh, I the know. short little Yeah, guy. I, I can't think of it right now, but it'll come to me. Go ahead. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. No, yeah. Not, <laughs> dude, don't, don't even insult my hero, Gordon Ramsay. He is not uh, mean. He's firm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you spend the rest of the attraction avoiding him. Um, so there's a, a little bit of a water element in there. There's the heat element. You know, you get, uh, you feel a little fire. Um, and uh, it's a lot of motion simulated in these vehicles, but the vehicles do move around um, through different scenes and stuff like that. And it's a lot of screenshots. So for folks out there who have ridden, Forbidden Journey or Escape from Gringotts at Universal, the Harry Potter attractions are a bit like that, especially Escape from Gringotts. Um, so it's a lot of stuff like that, but um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I always liked Ratatouille. Ratatouille is one of my favorite movies, and uh, I thought it was a, a lot of fun, and it really is It's quintessential Disney. It's not over-the-top um, uh, scary or anything of that sort, but it's a lot of fun. Children will love it. Uh, older folks will love it, and uh, just people that love the movie will love it. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's getting a lot of criticism from some cast members who were looking for another Rise of the Resistance attraction, but that's not going to happen well, every and, time. And, and I'm know? not trying to be disparaging here or anything like that, not trying to talk trouble, but I honestly believe the younger generation probably don't have any, like, it's too mundane for them if you understand it's not fast enough it's it's not i don't think a lot of the younger generation like the dark rides and it's more of a dark ride than it is a thrill ride am i right oh absolutely yeah it's a lot more similar to it's a uh, classic it's a disney classic yeah, style ride. yeah yeah that's exactly what i would say i liked it a lot better than frozen um i i don't i don't think they did a very good job of changing uh maelstrom into frozen but uh this one's brand new attraction well it's brand new for here but um obviously it's been in france but yeah i really enjoyed it i thought it was done really well and it, it really helps that i like the movie a lot obviously so i know uh brent it's one of brenda's favorite movies so she's gonna love it so i cannot wait i mean i'm gonna tell her john said it's the greatest thing ever and it's a must see and you have to do it immediately to try to get her rear end back down there <laughs> and then you're gonna come and then she's gonna be disappointed it's gonna be my fault right so. as long as it's not my fault i really don't care <laughs> all i can say is john said it was magnifico better than flight of passage uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and Expedition Everest all combined sprinkle with a little dinosaurs. It's better than all of them. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say it's better than Flight of Passage, but given the choice between me, I would ride it over Flight of Passage because I re- Flight of Passage means nothing to me. I have no sentimental attachment to that movie whatsoever. So, 
And I and it's true. Like I love Flight of Passage. Like I said, the last time I was on it, I got a little weak in the knees because I was an idiot and looked at. Uh, there was a lady and her husband next to me, and the husband was he was a big man. He wasn't only heavy; he was big, and he. They couldn't get, no matter what they did, dude, there was like four cast members trying to squeeze him <laughs> to get in this ride, John, so he could do it. Yeah, they put push the, this there and push that there. Yeah, they put the extension belt on. Like, the extension belt was still like two foot too short, John. They just couldn't get him in there. So his wife ended up staying, and then she's halfway through it, and then she's now crying and getting upset because he wasn't allowed on it, and then she's yelling at the kid. It was just... Then she starts giggling and laughing. I thought she was losing her mind over there, John. So, so all of a well, sudden, I took my eyes off the screen, and you know, once you do that, I couldn't catch back up, and I got yep. queasy. So, yeah, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, for those folks who are maybe a bit uh, on the bigger side, <laughs> uh, they do have three seats across, and they're they're rigid. They're, it's a bench seat, but there's ridges in between to keep your uh, your your seat and your seat, <laughs> but yeah. if you are if you are big, um, it will be a, a little tight. Uh, there was uh, three people uh, when I was there that were all trying to get into one uh, one row, and that just wasn't going to work. Um, so if you need a little extra area, a little extra room, you're going to have to let them know that uh, you're not going to squeeze that much. So no, and and and. If you're uncomfortable on a ride, it, it could be bad. I I remember uh, the one time, uh, I think it was Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. You ever pull the bar back too far on yourself? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. I was on with little Jimmy, and I was worried about him, if you follow me. So I pulled it back so far where literally every bump we hit, I felt like a rib was going to crack. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That- I did a uh, rip ride rocket at universal and uh, the straps and the bars there fit in betwixt your legs. And, uh, I might've pulled that one back a little too much. <laughs> it was not the most pleasant experience I read. So no, it could be, uh, it could be very, very uncomfortable, but it was pretty cool. Like you did feel like you shrunk. It was cool. Did you go, did you like go under the tables and stuff like that, John, as the ride yep. was going on? Yeah, you're in the kitchen. Uh, the first screen is is you're in the kitchen and you're going underneath all that and uh, all the tables. Uh, you end up underneath the stove. That's where the heating element comes in. They they swat at you with a mop. That's where the water element comes at you. Um, so uh, stuff like that. Um, and you see a lot of the other rats from the from the movie. Um, so you know Emeralds. Is that how you say his name? Emil. Emil. Yeah. Emil. Emil. Emil yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's running around trying to eat everything the entire thing. So, you know, um, you go through one part that's like a uh, uh, the uh, storeroom. So it look and that actually the vehicle drives through there. So it looks like uh, there's giant green peppers and giant zucchinis and sausages hanging from the from the roof. And so all that is uh, real stuff that they made up. So that's really cool. So and it's cool that you got the ride at four times. Did you probably really? Uh got to immerse yourself in it a little more yeah obviously you know every time you go on an attraction you notice a little different element so i was able to see a little different thing every time and these being the trackless ones um they have a couple of different ways they can go so you can um you there's three that end up at every screen when the when the screen begins so uh right that many times i was able to finally get one right in the middle which is obviously going to be the best uh you get the best view of everything um, so yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was really well done. Um, it's, 
not a earth-shattering attraction, but I, I certainly liked it a lot. So, Mini Mickey's Runaway Train or this? This. Uh, Mickey's Runaway Railroad, I, the, uh, the best element of the entire attraction happens in the queue. And once that's passed, the rest of it's cool, but it's not as interesting to me as this. And and I've got a I've got a bigger attachment to Ratatouille uh, than I do uh, those new cartoons, you know. So. Yeah, well, me and Brenda's gonna love it. Uh, we got to do that. Uh, we gotta we gotta rate we gotta do our rides again, this or that, and have some fun, John, because I am I am mentally I have to find a way to do some shows where I'm falling back in love with it after the way the last few shows have gone. It's like, and everybody, and you know, John, off the air, I do rag and complain about everything, but also I truly do love the parks, don't I? That's why I'm doing this for so long. Cause you even tweeted me the other day, joking around, are you not doing this podcast anymore? <laughs> well, I know, I know, I don't know. I hear an awful lot of people saying that there's this, the straw that broke the camel's back. And I don't know. I don't know if, Doug's going to have a straw that broke the camel's back or if he's just going to keep on going. So, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I know. And, and I want to be a part of the, the fun shows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, obviously I work out here and I'm here six, seven days a week. I've got a lot of people telling me constantly how much money they spend on vacation and, and, and complaining to me. Believe me, as a bus driver, I get a lot of grief. So <laughs> I, I need, a, and, I need and, happiness. <laughs> you know? and, and John, a lot of my complaint is, and we've gone back and forth about this and I don't want to turn this into this on this show at all, but again, I'm not about all the money all the time. It's like we've talked about, the, the nickel and dime, just a la carte, just make it one price and be done with it. We just, I just get aggravated with the constant little bit here, little bit there. Like you said before, the reason you don't stay at the Swan and Dolphin because you're, you check in and it's one sixty a night, and then next thing you know, it's two forty because of all the other stuff you're yep. paying for. And yep. I'm just throwing numbers out there, people. I, I, you know, I booked eight trips in the last month. I don't know what numbers is which. I'm just giving a, a hypo- hypothesis here of. Yeah, it's 168 when you check in, and next thing you know, it's 240 when you leave at the end of your trip because you're paying for the this, that, and everything else. Yeah, that's why uh, when we first started staying out here, I, I did the numbers between uh, Port Orleans, Riverside, and uh, the Swan and the Dolphin, and I think the Swan, I think they were the same price, and the Swan and Dolphin obviously are walking distance to Epcot and all that. But then I started seeing all the add-on additional charges that disney didn't have at that time you know i mean you paid to you paid i paid the 169 for port orleans riverside it was it you're done that's it you know 169 a night and by golly gum you're done no uh swan i think dolphin was like 140 but then you gotta pay for parking you gotta pay yeah. a resort tax fee you gotta pay this you gotta pay that yes. and then all of a sudden you're paying 239 a night so yes. and i and i don't want to be surprised uh, you know i don't no. want to be checking to check out and owing the hotel seventy-eight, you know, $175. So. No, and it's the same thing now with me as far as if I book Port Orleans Riverside and say it's 240 a night, and the cast and, the, and then my client will say, that's okay, yeah, thank you. I said, oh, well, also you got to remember, if you do have a rental car, now it's $20 a night for parking, and then if you need transportation from the airport, it's going to be so-and-so. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want all that. Just give yeah. me a price. Yeah. And and that's our bottom line with it. You just feel it's beneath Disney to be nickel and diamond. And I think we can agree on that. That's where we come in. But Brenda's going to kill me to get that. Like, she can't wait. She's going to kill you. She she cannot wait to see this. Now, is it more online? Would you uh, 
at in a few years, you think it'll be the type of ride that'll be online of the Disney classics like Peter Pan and Pirates and stuff like that. It's not gonna thrill you or scare you to death, but it's it's so enjoying. It, it'll be one of those rides you think that'll be a classic. Yeah, I would see I would see coming out. Obviously, when I can get my uh, my wife Lisa and my son out here. Uh, me and my son saw that when he was eight years old. It was the that was you know you know Doug. Um, you always talk about the good old days and and mm-hmm. the the and you don't know you're in the good old days when you're in the good old Absolutely. days. You know that right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, there was a summer when my son went to work uh, every day with me for the enti- uh, almost the entire summer, and every Friday we would stop at uh, the movie theater and see a movie on the way home, and it happened to be. Uh, a summer where there was like I think eight big blockbuster movies that come out every mm-hmm. year. We saw we saw Ratatouille. We saw the uh, one of the Harry Potters came out. The Simpsons movie came out, and there was like four or five other ones that. And so every Friday we'd stop, and uh, Ratatouille was one of the ones that we saw together, just me and him. And so it, it's it got mm-hmm. a huge significance to me, you know. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, John. It's like. Uh, it's the memories and like Ratatouille with me and Brenda is it was one of her favorite movies we went to see it we took I think we took Jimmy to see it too I think me Brenda and Jimmy went my godson but it's one of those movies where it's a you know late November early December when it's freezing like just starting to get freezing cold out and it's not ice or snow yet but it's just that bitter you know how you have those rainy weekends it's just bitter and chilly and Brenda would like to crawl in bed and put on the Ratatouille DVD, and that could get a glass of wine, and she's in heaven, if you follow me. Yeah, not to mention it's about food. Yes. And so, you know, I mean, me, you, uh, uh, and so everybody likes to cook. So, and it, and it's, uh, uh, although when you really think about it, it's quite disgusting. Vermin in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but he's he, he's not a vermin because he's a Disney character. He's uh, he's super duper clean. Like, yeah. uh, you know, he, he's, he, he I his paws. Yes, I, I want to cook with Remy. He, uh, dude, with some of the guys I go to work with and eat with, I'll take Remy every day of the week and twice on Sunday with some uh, of those guys. Wiping their face with their sleeve and spitting and chewing and coughing and farting while they're eating. No, I want Remy. He's he's a much more classier character than a lot of the people I eat lunch with. Let me yeah. tell you. So, but I'm glad you got to see it. I'm excited about it. I'll watch videos of it online because I already seen the one from Paris. So I yeah. did watch it. But yeah, uh, the one thing I I thought about yesterday and and I kind of wish I would have done it. I was going to watch Ratatouille again. Um. Uh, before I before I did it, and I should have watched it yesterday on break, or at least part of it. Uh, and, and so, if you are coming here on vacation, within uh, I think it really opens October first and stuff. So, if you you're coming on, it would be a great idea to to throw the DVD or the uh, download it on Disney Plus night before and watch it or something just to refresh yourself. And, and the positive, you're right, and that's a good good uh, tip, Johnny. And and one thing I do love about it is it's a it sounds like it's going to be a must do when you go to Epcot now and there's not yeah. many of them there. No, no, I would think, uh, I think, I would think especially for, uh, families that have, um, children, this is definitely going to drag a lot of families over to the France pavilion. So yeah, cause not only do they have that, they have the sing along, uh, uh, the beauty and the beast sing along there too. So yeah, there's going to be, uh, I would see a lot of kids in uh, France all of a sudden. 
Yeah, I'm just afraid. Like, I don't want to show off when I'm over there. Beauty and the Beast. And that's I, why I, you yeah, don't go in there, is yeah, that it? You know, they don't, I mean, once I start singing, I'm going to draw a crowd. So maybe what will happen is, John, next time we're all down there together, I'll start singing. It'll free up the line for Ratatouille, and you guys can go hop on an extra time. How's that sound, John? That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. That's the plan. Uh, Beauty and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Ratatouille, you're frozen. I know oh, the answer to this. <laughs> Ratatouille, definitely. Yeah, Frozen's on a must-do. Even though our buddy Bob, he said the wait was only 15 minutes, he wrote it today. I might end up over there doing that. So I, I'm going to see where I can get with air conditioning breaks. So. Yeah, well, you know we got it bad when uh, as much as we bitch, moan, complain, and a single male guy hopping on Frozen by himself, you got issues, but we don't. We got We got major Disney issues, right, John? Oh, that's that's just it is what it is. You yeah. Know? Better this than than alcohol or gambling. Yes. That's what I go with. A hundred percent. Or it, womanizing. So. Yes. <laughs> so. It'll be it'll be nice to have like with me and Brenda. It's test track, spaceship Earth, uh, Soren, and living with the land or like the four that we always have to do when we're at Epcot. After that, yeah. there's nothing really else if you follow me for us that we have to do. What about you? Until this. Oh, I know you got uh We like the uh, three Cavieros, but you know what I'm saying. But that ain't you never have a problem getting on that if you follow me. No, you got your American adventure, but you never yes. have a problem getting in that either. So No, and I love that too. And I and I do that I've probably I the only times I've missed it is the problem with the American Adventure is and I try to do it every trip, is if you're not right there at the scheduling time, you end up uh, straying away and then you freak out to go back. Yeah, yeah. See, it was going to start at two o'clock, and uh, so now, now I'm going to do the podcast. So the next show won't be until three thirty. Well, I'll be on the other side of the park by three thirty. Exactly. That's the only times me and Brenda miss it because there'll be times like you said we'll be there at one fifteen and it already started, and the next one's two. So we'll yeah. say, well, let's roam over to Italy and we'll grab this or that. And the next thing you know, we're in Mexico. We're on the boat ride. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yep. And then we're like, oh crap! Oh, it's two o'clock already. Okay, the next one's three thirty, and and you know how it is. And we do the same thing with Lion King at the Animal Kingdom a lot of times. It isn't that we don't want to see it. It's just with the showings, we'll end up over at Dinosaur and we're looking at the run. Uh, we're back at Gorilla Falls. And the next thing you know, we don't get to the next one. Yeah. The the one thing about Lion or Festival of the Lion King, at least for the longest time, was that it was on the hour every hour. So, you know, it's 9, 10, yeah. or 10, 11, 12, 13. No, uh, American Adventure seems pretty random. You know, yes, I think, uh, it one is. Today was 2 o'clock, and then I think next is 3.45 or something. So, yeah. you know, it's totally, totally randomized. But so. that's you're right, though. That's exactly how we miss it. But it's a must-do. If you've never been, you gotta you got to – carve out the time to go see it because you know it's really special and with the way things and times are right now i'm not even trying to be mean here or whatever but you don't know when something in there will be offensive about something and that show's going to have to change and i'm not trying to be mean but am i wrong john uh i don't know they've done such a good job of balancing that out i'm just worried i'm worried about the indian part and some of the other parts and i'm american indian i don't think anything's wrong with it but all it takes is somebody to be upset and disney's been on its p's and q's lately they don't even wait they just change it it seems like now so i hope nobody messes with american adventures what my point is because it does have some things you know it has the great depression part and stuff like you know what i'm saying so i don't i hope they never change it because it it tells the story 
yeah, they spend an awful lot of time talking about America's black eyes and America yes. has black eyes. Exactly. I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, we had the greatest shame in the world for the ever for with slavery. So yes. but there's no getting away from it. I mean, it is what it is. But, so you got to talk about it. But that yeah. seems to be the, our country, though. It's going to the point of anything that was anything in the they don't they're trying to get rid of all all the past and a lot of our monuments and stuff like that and it's it, it, even though a lot of them are horrible but you, that's the only way you learn is knowing about the mistakes am i wrong john yeah you got to learn about them but yeah. i mean at the same time you don't have to glorify them no so. absolutely you're 100 percent right explain why they're horrible then yeah. <laughs> but my point is i just hope that never goes away is what i don't point. i don't i don't see that going and the show's show's so, so well done the animatronics are, are incredible still, yeah, still really, really good. As as long as that's been around, it's still some of the best animatronics. That's what I did miss about in Ratatouille. There, I think, other than a couple of rat eyes you see peeking at you, there really are no animatronics. So yeah, that is that's sad too because, uh, and I know, and again, and I don't want to turn this in. I'm not trying to be sensitive or, or trying to start trouble or disparage Disney in any way. Preferences by saying, but John, I, I, I. I and it's like with anything else, when trends go the way they go. So I'm not just saying Disney here. But I think that they went with this mapping on everything. And now they're going overboard with the mapping on everything. They're they're going away from what made them who they are. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, and uh, Universal certainly started it. I mean, uh, uh, they, they did the Spider-Man uh, attraction 20 years ago that was basically a, lo- a lot of the mapping and stuff like that. And several of their big attractions, Transformers... Uh, King Kong, um, the Harry Potter attractions, except for Forbidden Journey, actually has some animatronics in it and stuff. And but, that's uh, what makes that better. Yeah, from, <laughs> that, it, it is. You're right. Yes, it's more it popular is. than Escape from Gringotts. Exactly. Um, because those are all mapped, or, and they're all, and that's what uh, uh, Mickey's Runaway Railroad is too. And and they're they're good attractions, and I enjoy them. But at the same time, there's something to be said for the Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean, where you, where you actually have a three-dimensional character there in front of you moving and, and doing things. So, a hundred percent, and that's why, like, that's one of the things. At least with Rise of the Resistance, it does have. You yeah. have a, uh, uh, you have uh, Kylo Ren and all them. Act, you have people in there. You have the anima, like the, the uh, droids that are at least real, you know what I'm saying, riding. Yes. You have some elements that are real, and, and I I mean, that are animatronics that feel real to you, that you can, yes. you can reach out and touch them. They're actually physically there, and I like the whole mapping, but I think they're going way overboard with the mapping, and, and I, 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 I want the animatronics. Like, as much as I love Toy Story Midway Mania, it, it'll never be Pirates or Small World or anything like that to me just because I love – my favorite part of it is if they ever took the queue away, it wouldn't be my favorite. It wouldn't be in my favorites anymore. The queue is what yeah. makes it special to me. Yeah, I can see that. Other than that, it's just basically a spinning uh, dart game. Yes, <laughs> with with mapping. Like, it's all computerized. There's no yeah. – what makes that ride great to me is the the uh, Lincoln Logs, Mr. Potato Head when he's working, all that. That steals the show to me. Yeah. So I hope that Disney, I mean, I enjoy this. I can't wait to see Ratatouille, but I wish they had a major couple animatronic Ratatouilles in the ride. Yeah, I would have liked that. Uh, that would have definitely added a nice uh, a nice uh, cap to the end of the show. I mean, the end of the the end of the ride um, certainly is is cute. And you end up with the, all the 
all the rat family at a, a rat barbecue, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, but how cool would that have been if that if, part would have been if, all animatronic? If, at least Remy would have been an animatronic yes. of some sort. So, yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah, so. or, or have him and Luigi as animatronics. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Working with each other or something. It just, I, I don't want to see them. And again, I think, and I'm not, and you could disagree with me on this. I think the matting does the job for a better bang for the buck than what, I, I'm sure the animatronics cost way more to do. Well, that, and they're easier to, uh, the mat, uh, the mapping is easier to repair. Yes. Um, and it also can be changed. You yes. know, I mean, uh, if 25 years down the road from now, there's another uh, French animatron, uh, uh, another uh, animation movie sat in France that they really like, they could probably change Ratatouille to that without a, having to redo the entire attraction. So. Yeah, I, I just wish that they had three or four animatronics, and I just hope they don't totally do away with them, because I think we both agree that the animatronic rides are our favorite rides, and they always will be. No, I mean, um, see, in, uh, let's see, in Rise of the Resistance, the it starts out with uh, uh, Ray and stuff as a hologram, and that one's cool, but Hondo over at Smuggler's Run, the animatronic and the pre-show is much cooler. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. So animatronics are, are always going to get the uh, the one up in my in my book. So. Yeah. So we'll say a little prayer here, hoping it don't go that way. Because I think it would have been cool if they did something with him in there. And I know yeah, we're going to love it and like it. And the I know the ride vehicles are absolutely cool. Uh, they're adorable the way they look like mice with the little noses and all on them. It's really cool. Yeah. They did do a great job on them. I just, because it looks like also I'm almost positive that the entire uh, ride of, uh, what is it? What's over there? My, I'm losing my brain by the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that whole entire ride is mapping. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any animatronics in that. Obviously, Tron's going to be all neon and crap, so I don't yeah. think there's going to be any animatronics but, in that. So. But wouldn't it be cool to have, uh, what's the raccoon's name in that? Ricky, what, what's Rocket. It? Rocket. Wouldn't Rocket be cool as an animatronic in there? Yeah, absolutely. Any of the any of the main characters would be cool. I mean, uh, so yeah, I uh, I don't know why they couldn't have had uh, at least Remy or like you said uh, Luigi and, and Remy somewhere in yes. there as, as uh, animatronics and or maybe Remy hanging hiding underneath his hat. He lifted his hat up and Remy's there or something. You know, hundred percent. So. Or at the end, maybe Luigi and Remy's cooking the dinner for his family to barbecue. They're doing some yeah. animatronic at the end. Or, yeah. I just wish they'd do that. Hopefully, like, and I know everything I've seen with Guardians, that entire thing's going to be mapping, too. And I I think, I don't want to see them totally go away because the animatronics are what makes everything. Even the Frozen ride, I was so thankful they put animatronics in that. Right, John? Yeah, the animatronics in that and Seven Doors Mine Train I like, but they still do the, the characterization of their faces with the mapping. And to me, yeah. that that takes away some of it yeah. because i mean i don't know I, i'm always gonna be uh you know fond of pirates of the caribbean and uh a hall of and, presidents is uh, phenomenal and, yeah and uh yeah american adventure and carousel of progress and all of those old style animatronics that i think are still so well done so oh carousel of progress is second to none i mean again if you're near me and you fall asleep we'll fight I have no, I have no, I will sit there. Brenda gets mad. I'm like this. Yeah, carousel progress. 
I'm in between acts, John, to wake everybody up. I don't care. Well, he he tells you to sing along, so you're yeah. supposed to sing along. So. Oh, absolutely. There has been more than one time where I've screamed, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow row behind me, John. <laughs> Trust me. Nah, or I'll crack up and get Brenda embarrassed as she slides down the chair. Oh, ain't that hysterical? Look at Uncle Orville. <laughs> Am I wrong, Johnny? Yep, yep, yep. So what's your plans for the rest of the day, my friend? I don't know. I'm going to wander around, eat some stuff, and, and have a beer. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I really don't know. Well, how how you doing? How you feeling? Uh, Doing all right. Feet are okay right now. So, oh, that's uh, good. And I'm already in Japan, so I, I guess I got to keep going. I can't, I can't get back to the car now. So no, you're, <laughs> you're stuck halfway in the middle there, Johnny. Exactly. So. Yeah, but you're having fun. I love that area. Every time I think of Japan now, I think of our little family sitting up there on the, on the at the table and chilling for. We were up there for a good half hour, hour, probably an hour. We were up there just relaxing and drinking. Well, I think I drank two frozen Kirins. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, we were, we were up. Hour. Yeah, we were up there a good hour because Brenda and Judith had a couple wines or at least one wine. And, yeah, we had a good time. So I miss it. I wish we were there with you right now. And we're speaking of that. And on on my TV right now, we're at Epcot, and it's on Frozen right at, at the uh, Norway Pavilion right now, John. Well, that's pretty good because uh, the uh, 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 Voices of Liberty just finished singing Let It Go. So. Ah. <laughs> Uh, talk about simpatico john <laughs> there you go buddy so but i will let you go roam and uh hopefully sunday you can join me and we can do a dining review of uh all the kiosks you went to today yeah we'll try i don't know exactly what time i'll, I'll be scheduled yet and this uh one o'clock two o'clock in the afternoon crap really messes me up so um hopefully i get back to the morning uh shift starting I'll, I'll know by tomorrow night wednesday uh what time i'm work on sunday so Okay, well, today's Monday, so maybe yep. that, not tomorrow. You're meaning two nights, right? What's today's, that now? You said Wednesday, tomorrow night. I said today's Monday. You're skipping a day, ain't you? Uh, well, the schedule comes out some places on Tuesday and then some places on Wednesday. So okay. by Wednesday morning, I'll know my schedule for Sunday. So. Okay, well, give me a heads up because I'm hoping you can join me. Uh, I don't know if Judith will want to deal good. with me two weeks in a row. No, I don't know. I, I'm listening to most of your show. It sounds like you know, I had pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, feedback going. So, yeah, we had a good time yelling, John. You'd have been. We needed some neutralness. It was, it was, <laughs> it, it, it was crazy with both of us screaming about the same thing, John. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, but we had a good time. Judith is awesome. I appreciate her. I love having her on, and I cannot wait to. Uh, uh, hear uh, more about this, John, and hear about your journey around World Showcase of Food and Wine. Our buddy Bob is there now. Have you run across him yet? Not yet. I'm going to keep an eye out for him. I did see somebody. Uh, I couldn't tell. I saw somebody with a uh, uh, Cleveland Indians T-shirt and a Tennessee Titans hat on. That might have been him. Because <laughs> so, no. uh, he, he, he's awful. Uh, uh, he's a weather vane when it comes to sports. So. Uh, he might have had Atlanta Falcon belt on. and <laughs> uh, We don't know. We do not know. Little do we know, he probably has a Tampa Bay Buccaneer hat on now, John. <laughs> no, but our good buddy Bobby's down there hanging out. So if you see him, say hello. You got it. And we'll do food and wine probably with both of you sooner than later. So have a great rest of your day, John, and I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye, folks. Come see Bye. me on the buses. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. 
If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.